to life. It's time to make money, it's time to take flight. Uh, yeah. Spreaders to life, faders or tailors. This pigs feel right. Yeah, uh, it's four guys trying to get the bag. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. Episode three of Better's Delight. It's me, Greg Crone. And uh, we're going to recap a little bit to start the show, fellas. I think, I think, the, did, did somebody go four, two, and one? Three and one in the UFC over the weekend? I'm pretty sure that's how, how my weekend went. Couldn't have been any better. Also, didn't give it all back in the NFL on Sunday. Just the push with the Chiefs. Uh, but to say that I am the best UFC better on the podcast, I mean, that's just obvious, right? That's just absolutely obvious. An easy three and one. I win you the main event. I win you the co-main event. I got it all. I'm the only guy. Pick all the old guys. That's what I do. It's it's me looking at Bavada Sportsbook and just going and figuring out who the old guys are. Wrong again. I pick winners. Speaking of somebody else who picks winners, Marcoletta. Three and one on the weekend. Unbelievable start. Mark, tell us about it. Great Saturday, three and zero, unbelievable winning percentage in the UFC, one hundred percent at one and zero. But had a good Saturday, lost my lock of the week, very upsetting. Uh, and then, obviously, came back with Monday very nicely. But Saturday was a good day, very upset in Kirk Cousins and the Vikings again. But we'll stay away from them this week. I mean, it's back to back weekends where Kirk Cousins hurt someone on the podcast. Me, the first week. You this week, I mean, the Vikings are just unreliable at this point. I, I don't know what else to do with them. The talent's there, but I, I just got to stay away at this point. I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens as we get deeper into the show, if anybody actually does stay away from the Vikings this week. Um, we'll go over to Matt. You had less losses than Mike, so how, 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 did, how did you fare? Uh, less losses. That's We're going to count that as a winning record, so that's pretty good to hear. Um, it was a tough weekend, man. Saturday really got to me. My UFC starts haven't been nice. I, I think I deserve a little bit of leeway in that Ole Miss game. They really fought hard. They only lost by a touchdown. Literally, the two guys that I mentioned that were going to be playing on Sundays in last week's podcast decided to stop playing college football and get ready to play on Sundays the day before the game. So I think if either of them had played, we would have we would have easily won by three touchdowns. So I think, I mean, I'm going to call myself two and two. So I think that's just, I think we all agree with that. But uh, well, that Army Air Force game turn out for you. Um, did they play that? Let me see. I'm checking my copy book. But, I don't yep. see. And they did you, can, okay. you can bet I'm probably going against your lock again today. <laughs> it, it, it is funny. You said that, that Ole Miss only lost by a touchdown. On Bovada, they were a two and a half point favorite in that game. Not exactly uh, what you want out of a team to then lose outright. It was, it was, I didn't know Elijah Moore and Kenny Oboa were going to go decide to play on Sundays. That's extenuating circumstances, not my fault. Um, I blame Kiffin, but you know, I'm happy for these guys. I'm a big, big proponent of going and getting the bag. So good for those guys. Stay healthy, have beautiful NFL careers become uh, Pro Bowl players like Evan Ingram, DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown, Laramie Tunsil, all making the Pro Bowl this year, doing well for us and our Rebels. All right. This isn't a podcast. <laughs> this isn't a podcast for fake Land Shark Nation guys. We're, we're going to move on. Mike, two and four. Yikes. Yeah, not a, you know, started off great the first week. I have one thing to add uh, to Matt there, though. 
So knowing his history of uh, misreading reports, who knows if those uh, players already opted out before he even gave the pick? It's a good I point. Don't know. You don't know if that if they may have opted out earlier in the week. I don't uh, after that uh, first week where where he chose a team or chose a game that was already canceled. You never know. You never <laughs> I know. I do my research. If there's one thing, I definitely don't make my picks soon before we start recording. <laughs> Listen, I still think they're going to play that incarnate word game. So we might have to hold it on might, to that as the pick. Spring football, spring football for incarnate word. You better believe it. Famous alumni, David, the Admiral Robinson. I don't think that's true. I think I, it's just, it's just an unbelievable. I think he went back and got some random degree. Still not true. <laughs> wow. Well, overall, though, Mark Mark bypasses Mike with the, the most wins. Matt's struggling. A little bit of struggle bus. Hey, we're going to try to figure out the best way to keep track and then eventually have a reset period after some, some time. And it just heats up the competition a little bit more. Uh, you know, and that's, that's what this show's about. One, winning bets, which we – do sometimes, and then two, being able to absolutely declare supremacy over your uh, family members. That's that's really it. It's a little early, but uh, you know we'll, we'll 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 bounce back. Still got that positive record over here. And uh, Greg, I'll I'll let you dance on my grave for now. I had a rough rough UFC week, uh, robbery in the one fight, but you know I uh, but I uh, yeah Matt was on that with chaos. Yeah, I think it was a robbery. Uh, Chaos Williams, I don't really know. I don't really know how we lose round two there. Uh, Pereira was just dancing all over the thing again. He's definitely gotten better, but I, I, I don't know how like a little submission attempt of the last five, five seconds gets you around full after, round? after getting yeah. crushed Honestly, for four minutes and 55 seconds. Honestly, that one's on us. After we realized as a group that his first birth name wasn't Chaos, we should have known that he wasn't going to win that fight. We all realized it at the same time. It wasn't just me. Did my research again. Birth name. <laughs> Birth name. Birth name might... chaos. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. The best part to think about that is the fact that we had, uh, or you had a buddy uh, over this weekend who was able to get your reaction when the when the actual cards were read. Very funny. Something something we might consider putting on the Better's Delight Twitter, at Better's Delight. Uh, give it a follow. All our picks are up there and everything. You can check it out. Uh, constantly trying to get it updated and keep keep everybody who's, who's on there informed. But uh, to see your reaction when they read the scorecards and, and realizing that 0-3 Saturday was a realistic well, option, very he, funny. He listened to the show and purposely faded me on every single pick on that Saturday. And, and made a lot went, of money. And he went 3-0 and that weekend. So <laughs> This friend is on a hot streak. I texted him on the side. He is killing it. And he'll be I on mean, the show next week. <laughs> he might have, we might have to. I mean, let's let's be honest. Uh, there is there is nothing worse when you when you keep seeing the, the zeros piling up and you're just like, I just need to get one. And and you're running out of the picks that you put out there, and it's like uh, what am I, what am I going to do? Like, you can't go re-record and throw up. Listen, I'm going to throw in like seven more picks here. That's, that, that's, that's not going to be a good option. <laughs> Once I figure out how to upload podcasts, you bet, you bet your butt that's going to happen. <laughs> all, I mean, all, all of a sudden we're on episode 73 in, in, in one week. No one knows how it happened. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> with the 10 and 0 record this weekend. <laughs> Just amendments for Matt every single week is like a little post the second episode every every week. It sounds like a great idea. I don't know if you could figure out the technology. 
Nah, you know, it's funny. I actually wanted to amend the Vikings pick after going three and zero on Saturday. I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> I'm due for a loss here." So this lock of the week probably is not going to go my way, and of course it didn't. But it's funny that uh, that Matt <laughs> talked about the amendments, and that was definitely a discussion that I had with some everyone. To listen weekend. to Matt Crone featuring others, it's uh, it's a great betting podcast. <laughs> everyone will love it. It, ha- it comes out after so- it comes out Monday after all the weekend games, and I give you the winners of last week's games. Hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> it is it is going to be an interesting dynamic as the show keeps going, especially the weeks where the UFC isn't available, and that's something that we're looking at this week. No, no UFC cards. Not until like what second week of January, Mike? Yeah, uh, yeah, the sixteenth. I, I, I don't know what I'm. I, I don't know what I'm going to do on Saturday. I, I well, literally spent this entire year, practically almost. I don't know exact amount, but I would say majority of Saturdays just plopped on my couch. UFC on, locked in every week. They spending do, they, all my money there. <laughs> they, they, they do come back with three cards, though, in that first week. I think it's like the 16th, the 20th, and the 23rd. Yep. They have fight cards. So that's going to be uh, a very interesting time for sure. I At mean, the Fight Island, it's going to be absolutely electric. Love, tons of great main events. We got yeah, a lot of, I already got picks brewing for those, for those, those different cards. I cannot wait to dance on the heads of a lot of the people yes, that we know. Yes, hundred percent. Some of the picks coming up. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun as we go along with that. I mean, also we're getting into the swing of things. NBA kicked off yesterday. We're, the, we're in the middle of the Sixers season uh, opener against the Wizards. Yeah, I mean, you have a ton of NBA action tonight. There's prop bets all over the place. It's getting wild. Uh, you can definitely find all those on Bovada. That's for sure. And and then obviously. The Christmas Day games are coming up. College basketball is really in full swing. I mean, there is, like any given day, there's like 50 different things that you could potentially wager on. It's it's wild. And hockey, did you say hockey released their I schedule? I didn't say hockey. Hockey just released their schedule. We got a lot of, what, 116 straight days of hockey. So it would be good to see that, that back. First know, period, first period overs. Uh, it's it, a no, bad see, time to be my brother. It's that, that's that's the problem is is when you start to get into those and then you're like I'm just gonna I'll just bet the whole slate of them. I mean, they can't they can't not hit in every game and you go like uh, one and nine on a day and you're like I'm I'm an idiot I'm definitely dumb. That's only that's, happened to you you know once or twice I'm sure. Oh yeah, just a couple of times. No, no, it's it's it, there there are times where especially with college basketball the you get the first half over bug and you're like. I'm I'm just gonna let's just let's just take a look at every first half over. Like how do how can two teams not combine for fifty one points? Like, there's no way. I don't think you've ever even hit a first half over. If I'm being honest, uh, the first <laughs> the first legal bet I ever made in the state of Las Vegas for a gentleman <laughs> that we know bachelor party was a first half over in UCLA versus Kentucky, maybe, and it was the year. That Lonzo Ball was on UCLA. That first <laughs> half over was like seventy-two. I think they scored like eighty-five points in the first half. It was the best. I was I was loving life, and then I hit downhill from there. Not not true. I that later that night, I, I I actually placed a rather large wager on BYU plus twenty and a half against Gonzaga, uh, and they won outright. So very, I mean, a good start. Had I had, well, yeah, good start. Look where we're at now. It's yeah. like one of those memes. Uh, how it started, it's me in Vegas with winning tickets with hun- for hundreds of dollars. And 
now I'm in my kitchen recording a podcast with three family members. That was very interesting, though. I didn't know we had 53 states in America. Las Vegas is its own state now. Not It's not Nevada. Whatever. You know what I mean. First of all, there's 50 states. You just said 53. Oh, what wow. Oh, okay. oh, my, oh, my God. All right. You know what? Let's move on. Look, look at how the turntables yep. burn. Oh my god! I thought, mean, I, thought I had you. You you, you. you bashed me on UFC. I thought I could get you back in it. I mean, it, geography. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Te- technically, I technically you had me. You just your math is bad. Like, yeah. yep. Get a, break out a map. Do some topography. Figure it out. Yeah. Oh, what a wild ride this this has been already. We're only like. 13 minutes into the show it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one uh on that note i think you know outside of claiming victory uh, for the week even though maybe mark's percentage was better um I, I i'm still i'm still trying to shoot for for that top spot so it's gonna be i think i think this is the week that's going to really change some things because we we are going to get into every nba when uh, uh christmas game and with that we're going to have a head-to-head what we call the holiday head-to-head uh, matchup where we're going to pick all five games. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, first, let's I guess head to college football bowl season. This is what this is. This is what this looks like. Ton of bowl games over the next couple days. Uh, even even a couple. I think there's one on Christmas. So we can we can kind of dive right in and and take a look. I know the the first college football game that I am looking at. And if you look at it on Bovada, it is tomorrow. Well, actually, it's the day that this drops. So it's on Christmas Eve. It's 3.30. The Hawaii-Houston Hawaii game, the New Mexico Bowl, Toyota Stadium. It's Hawaii plus 10 on Bovada. And, buddy, let me tell you, I am all over Hawaii in this game. I cannot, I cannot not bet Hawaii. It has to happen every time. There's just something about Hawaii. It, it brings back the images of Colt Brennan just setting NCAA touchdown passing records and then losing by 700 to Georgia in the All-State Sugar Bowl. I mean, it, it, how do you not bet on well, Hawaii? Well, that's – Greg, I'll tell you why, right? You just said it right there because you have them losing by 700 in the bowl game. And I'm, I'm an AAC guy, American Conference guy. You know I'm a Temple guy, so – Houston, I'm going to put this on my card. I'm going to take Houston here because I don't think Hawaii is the same team off the island. And I feel like everyone can agree on the island, there they are dominant. Everybody, let's just put our money on the Rainbow Warriors at midnight and wake up to a win because that's usually what happens. But they're playing in Texas. I'm going to take Houston. I'm going to add it to my card. Unreal. Unreal. Unreal the disrespect for your weekly champion. Hey man, hey man! I went three and zero on Saturday and only had one loss this past weekend. I had a pretty good weekend. I'm gonna take that mantle of weekly winter winner from you. It's not maybe. I'm gonna take it. Eighty <laughs> percent victories here, and I'm gonna go head to head with you here because we're having a holiday head to head early. But you know, I'm gonna go for it. Christmas Eve, love it. That's fine. That's fine. I I, I get I get where your head's at, and the on island thing certainly is. It is something. Teams that have to go there tend to struggle a little bit. But I, I, I just it, – it's something about the helmet. It's something about the jersey. Like, it's, it's why I pick against teams uh, is the same sort of logic that I have to go with Hawaii, regardless of the situation. Houston's so. been so good for so long. 
that I mean they're not they're not, I don't think they're having a good year, but I think Houston in Texas against a team like Hawaii, they should cover, in my opinion. So I'm gonna take the Houston minus ten here. Sorry. Listen, Dana, Dana Holgerson knows what he's doing. He's a very good college football coach. I mean, you know, they had to steal him essentially from West Virginia to get him to come to Houston. They're they're a good team. They you know, they've underachieved a little bit this year. They had some COVID issues and whatnot, but I, I, listen, I, this is, it, it's, it's not about the team. Throw the records out, throw everything out. It's, it's the, it's Hawaii. That's it. That's all we got. I was very happy when I thought that you were going to be making this pick. Cause I knew I was going to jump on the other side. So here we go. Uh, I hate, I'm not going to make it a pick, but I hate Hawaii. And this is all, st- this all stuff. Oh, the, the other guy with a winning record coming on my yeah. side. I yeah, hate that. True. I'm not going to make it a big, but it all stems from last year. In, in their bowl game last year against BYU, the amount of live lines I put on Brigham Young, and they just the, the Hawaii. It's not on the it's not on the island, so they don't have those messed up cameras this year, where you don't you don't have a camera on the goal line, and BYU should have won money line. They didn't. I hate Hawaii. Hate them forever. Always bet against the Rainbow Warriors. It's good especially off the island. It's good to see that Mike is the one who scheduled this game. It's the New Mexico Bowl being played in Frisco, Texas. So one of the 54 <laughs> states that you see. Um, this, is, this is good. I'm happy this is happening. That's, incredible. Yeah, I mean. Just incredible. Just <laughs> absolutely unreal. Matt Crone's here for that, not his picks. <laughs> I didn't even know why he had a football team, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's awesome. I mean, <laughs> listen, I, I'm I'm tell I, I've already said it. I've said it. It, it. The logic around it may not make sense, but I don't have I don't have the spite for Hawaii like Mike does. So I'm in. I have the spite for BYU. Yesterday in yeah. the game that didn't go over, uh, as I was literally texting a buddy of mine saying, "Ah, well, I'll sp- I split this game. I got the first game, and then." Uh, all of a sudden, we're, we're taking knees on the five-yard line. I don't, I don't get it. That's not what college football is about. That's an NFL move. College football is about style points, even though style points aren't as considered now outside of the BCS era. But, but you just score. You just score. That's what you're supposed to do. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. It's, it's showing respect for a team. You're up like, you're up like 52 to 20, man. Like just... That, that extra seven points isn't really good. It's not going to – like somebody's not going to hang that on their, their locker for the next year and train, and then if they face you again in a random matchup, come and, come and take that out on you. Just but, disgusting. But they might. This isn't a Rocky Drago <laughs> situation. He's not staring at the mirror, looking at his picture, and then he's going to grab it and crumple it as he's training. I mean, it, it's, it's – I, I just don't understand it. It's a bad beat. But it's also it's it is what it is. I guess I guess you can consider it a bad beat. Um, it, it's minor. Well, I'm, I'm moving on. <laughs> I'm moving on. Mike, what's what do you like in college football? All right. Well, if everybody again tuned into the episode that never dropped, I chose Liberty. I believe they were also still plus seven back then, playing against Coastal Carolina in the Cure Bowl. Uh, the game ended up getting canceled. The quarterback tested positive for COVID. There was all these COVID issues with Liberty. They're plus seven again. Um, this time it's on. It's in Florida. It's not at Coastal. I love Liberty plus seven. I think you even sprinkle the money line. It's a day after Christmas is when it is. It's on the 26th. Liberty 7-0 at the spread last seven. 
Malik Willis is an absolute baller at quarterback. His stats are crazy this year with he's counted for almost 3,000 yards, 30 touchdowns. Man can throw, man can run. I think he just runs all over, run, runs all over him and throws all over that coastal defense. And uh, even sprinkle that money line. Uh, and uh, Liberty plus seven. That's what I'll go so, with. So Liberty is also my pick uh, at plus seven. And they're actually plus 240 on the money line on yep. Bovada. Yep. Uh, it, it was definitely, definitely something I was looking at. Uh, as we were going into this, and, and definitely something I'm going after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, uh, I really like them. I think they're going to end that perfect season for Coastal. Coastal had a great year. They're a good football team, obviously. Had some good wins against BYU and stuff. But I uh, I really like Liberty here, even that even that money line. Malik how, Willis. How, how much does does BYU regret playing that game against Coastal Carolina? Uh, so so much. Why they should have just accepted like that Washington State one or whatever they declined instead. Instead of traveling all the way to all the way to the East Coast just to just to lose on the goal line and end that perfect season, yeah, uh, unreal. Mark, where are you at? Oh, sorry, but Matt, sorry. Matt, where are sorry. you at? I told you guys I didn't have a college football pick this week. Turns out I lied. <laughs> I'm going Coastal Carolina minus seven due to the fact of how confident both of you guys are in the Liberty <laughs> Flames. And that is my reason why, and that's why I love it. Spite pick. Head-to-head pick, Coastal Carolina, Chanticleers. We're good to go. <laughs> see, see, I was expecting this because I'm pretty sure in the unheard episode, Matt went against me with the same exact thing that time. Um, <laughs> so I, mean, I was expecting him to, to go against me once I made this pick again. <laughs> to say that his logic is flawed, <laughs> it would be an understatement. But, hey, listen, ride with the team that's undefeated. I get it. Guys, we all have our strategies. Matt has his of hating Mike's picks, and that's something he's just going to do every week. Well, he did hit last week when he said he hated it. The Patriots lost at, lost by like a touchdown or something like that. That's true. So he it did hit. He was right that well, was right there. I'm right Very most good. of the time. That's if, not true. Let's not get crazy. Listen to the Monday Macron podcast. You'll see that I am right. I'm actually so right. It's it's like I have the almanac from uh, Back to the Future from like years in the future. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, so Matt, all right, Crone, uh, coming in coming in hot with Coastal Carolina just to go head to head with me and Mike. That's fine. Mark, anything else in college football? No, I'm going to stay away from this one. I actually am uh, I'm staying away from everything else in college football for right now as well. I'll probably get into some bowl games next week. Uh, All right. You know, some New Year's games. Oh, um, yeah. But we I actually I do have my first college basketball game of the season, of the mm. year. And I'm going to go with a, ga- a game that's being played on Christmas at 1230. And I'm going with the number nine ranked Wisconsin Badgers playing the uh, Michigan State Spartans. At Michigan State, minus one and a half. I think that the seven and one Badgers are just going to win this game. Uh, one and a half is it's basically a coin flip here. So I think the Badgers are a better team. They have you know low turnovers, high three point percentage, good defense. Uh, they they're coming off a couple wins where one of them where they dominated Louisville, just absolutely crushed them. And Michigan State's coming off a loss to Northwestern who isn't really a basketball school. So I I think Wisconsin's going to continue the longest win streak in the Big Ten here with a win at Michigan State on Christmas Day. 
I would contend that Northwestern isn't really an athletics school, but that's something for a <laughs> Listen, different conversation. They almost won that Big Ten. They almost won that game outright for a little while. They had me in the first half. I'm not gonna lie. They were up what fourteen nothing, and then they almost Dude, that didn't defense, cover. The defense is great. The defense they, is great. But let that's neither here nor there. We're not talking. They are a great athletic school. Shut up, uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin minus one and a half on Christmas to start my Christmas basketball slate here. <laughs> I mean, this almost fell into, I mean, it's Michigan state at home, but, uh, it's almost fell into my, uh, my, my idea that I pitched to Greg before that. I still don't know if he believes it. The rat line where, oh. where you see a line in college basketball that just makes absolutely no sense. Now this one, this one makes sense. I believe, I think, I think, I think this one. I don't know, Michigan State kind of stinks. Yeah, yeah, they I, they are they are ranked, but yeah, I think Wisconsin's a better basketball team. But but all the the rat lines, the rat lines can get you. Like you you think that's that small of a line, you're like, oh, we let's house Wisconsin, and then Michigan wins outright or something like that. He's got to watch out for the rat lines. Well, that's the dangers of college basketball. I mean, that's it's college basketball with all the games and everything. And it's constant. It's in your face 24 seven. And like you, you, all of a sudden you'll find yourself, you're up at one thirty in the morning, watching the mountain West channel on Pluto TV, trying to figure out why, I don't know, Boise state can't, can't beat Portland. Like it's, it's just bizarre. I mean, that's all sports really. I mean, the, <laughs> the jets just beat the Rams as a 17 and a half point underdog. Yeah. I, I mean, that kind of screwed me in some points pools here, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there again. But, uh, that's just sports. I, I think Matt said it last week. Best, uh, best theater there is. Yeah, for sure. Mike, anything else in college football? Uh, no, but after that discussion, put Michigan State down for me. Put oh. it in the pick. I mean, we just gonna, is, this, is this what this is? This is going to become <laughs> the the we just pick against each other podcast. I would that's argue, how we guarantee likely. some wins for the well, podcast. <laughs> We're trying to go five hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That is true. And speaking of going 500 and picking head to head, we are going to go right over in to the NBA and Christmas Day. There are a ton of games on Christmas Day. It's like the best tradition the NBA has going for it. Um, You really can't you really can't like think about Christmas and not think about Christmas Day basketball uh, anymore. They've really sort of taken it over. Uh, I think, you know, occasionally you'll get an NFL Sunday that lands on Christmas or the NFL always has a, a game if it's a Thursday night game this year, they have a special game on, on Christmas, but the NBA, I think dominates it. And, you know, it's disappointing as a Sixers fan, not having a Christmas day game after having several in a row the last few years. But uh, we, we do have a pretty, a pretty big slate and the, the action kicks off with the Pelicans, and uh, I had it right here in front of me, and now I've lost it. Of course I did. Pelicans and the Miami Heat, uh, which is going to be a fun and interesting game for sure. So I think the way we're going to do this is we're just going to go – we'll go game by game, and we'll each give our picks, and uh, we'll see who who's the better of the, the NBA uh, capper. I, I don't even want to say capper because that's not what we are. We're not cappers. We're just regular dudes who – try to try to win any sort of cash we can when it comes to these games and Christmas day is always a fun one to try and hit some sort of crazy parlay or, or do anything like that. So clearly we like to talk trash and compete against each other too. Ex- so. Exactly. So let's, let's take a look first on 
on Bovada. The New Orleans Pelicans are plus five against the Miami Heat. We'll kick it up. Matt, start it. All right. Um, I'm strictly going to say Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. I love them. I don't think that um, the Pelicans are just that good of a team. I mean, it will be interesting to see Zion Williamson back on the floor, but I just think that um, Miami Heat win this game minus five over the Pelicans, and that's my pick. Mark? I agree here. Uh, A good friend of mine calls the Miami Heat his lock team because he bets on them so frequently and they cover so much. I, I believe they will cover here as well. And I'm, a, I'm just a big believer in their progression. And Tyler Hero is the man. That's it. Mike? I am also going to go with the Heat. I think the Pelicans are going to be good in the future, obviously with Zion and everything and Brandon Ingram. But I, I think they're they're not as good as they are, they are yet. I like the Heat there coming off a great year last year. I think they'll, they'll hand it to them. This is why I love this podcast, because I'm sitting here, I'm listening to you guys all agree on the Miami Heat, and I'm looking at the pick that I made earlier, and it's the Pelicans plus five. Let's go. Immediately going against you. Here's my thing. What the Heat did last year in the bubble was astonishing. They shocked pretty much everybody. Butler carried them, uh, you know, with the help of Bam. They got a ton of help, uh, you know, from some of the supporting cast. Obviously, injuries is really what kind of plagued them down the stretch. And the Lakers just being a very good team. I I think they could be in for a little bit of a letdown. And I also, I just like the intrigue of the Zion-Ingram relationship. Getting better, playing more together. I think think the Pelicans are the play, and that's why I had to go with the Pelicans. I mean, let's be honest. No matter what you had written down, I feel like you would have gone with the Pelicans at this point. Absolutely not. Absolutely I agree not. with that. There's no way we would have we were going to have a clean sweep on the Heat right there. But I see what I see what you're saying. I, I just disagree. I think the Heat showed that they are a real team um, in the playoffs. I mean they 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 were great. They were great in the bubble, and I don't think they're going to be a completely dominant regular season team, but I still think that they are a really good team. They're healthy right now. It's early, and, you know, they'll cover here. Are they? Is Dragic is Drag- back? Is he Is he good to go? Like, I mean, I'm, he had a pretty I just serious... really – just Bam and Butler's enough for me, but I, – I Listen, I get that completely, and I promise you I made this pick because I sat there and I looked at it, and I said, the Heat are the obvious pick. Like, the Pelicans shouldn't cover this game. But you know the NBA. The NBA is weird. The Lakers were down like 17 last night. And then the next second I looked up, it was a two-point game. And then they took the lead. And then they, of course, blew it. Because why wouldn't they? Um, uh, Game runs. That's terrible. That's That's why live betting is a good thing to do. Cursed. No, it's it's not. Yeah, cursed. It's not a good thing. Buy your your hashtag cursed merch from our Twitter. I mean, it might have have to go down. That would be good. Matt is the most cursed, the most cursed guy in the history of uh, of gambling. It's I mean, not even funny. calling calling a bet over when Dennis Schroeder already had three assists in the first half. He needed one in the second half, and then I calling mean, yourself cursed, and he got an assist in the first minute of the second half. But you're cursed. Joe cursed. Had, Schroeder had two assists in the first quarter. Yeah, and he he subbed out as a normal sub, and I got a hashtag cursed text message. Just <laughs> unreal. 
it's just cur- I mean, I can't help the curse. I mean, it's just it's not my fault. I mean, I'm just a cursed person. I mean, I am the New York Jets as a person in the human form. Joe Harris, I had him over two and a half three point shots, and he hit two in the first half. And then I don't think he saw the floor the rest of the game. That's just because the Warriors are also trash. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we will. We will for team sure to get fade. To that. And we are actually going to get to that right now because the Golden State Warriors on Bovada are nine and a half point underdogs to the Milwaukee Bucks. I think this one is probably going to be unanimous. If anybody watched the Warriors in their debut, it was not a pretty sight. Um, let's go Matt first. Warriors are completely dead. They are not the same Warriors that they were. This, this team is a shell of what it once was. I don't even think Draymond Green, who shoots the basketball like he's wearing a backpack, is even playing. I just don't like this team at all. And um, just Milwaukee and uh, Giannis, is, he, got his, he got his bag. You know, he's going to come out. He's going to want to actually win something this year and not just MVP because no one cares about those if you don't win a championship. So I think – but Bucks are going to show off, and they're going to show off early, and that's an easy pick on Christmas Day. Mark? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Bucks. Uh, I mean, this line was at nine earlier when I looked at it, so clearly a lot of money is going the Bucks way. Uh, but Golden State's just not right yet, and, and you know that's it. Mike? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I also have the Bucks nine and a half. I mean, I don't know. Hey, you could watch that Warriors team. Andrew Wiggins stinks. Uh, Ubre was a little better than Robert Covington. Yeah, still stand by that argument. I don't. Not, they, uh, I disagree with that. They both I stink. They both stink. That's no here nor there. Kelly Ubre was fun to watch, but you yeah, know, I think Drew Holiday is going to have a good, good first game. Chris Middleton will probably hit eighty-five threes and they'll win by like twenty. Covington's Shush. a phenomenal center. I don't know what the hate's about, but Stephanie. You know, <laughs> shout out Kelly Ubre. Shout out Kelly Ubre. Zero for five from three. Huge, really fun. fun His dunk was really cool, though. It was a good dunk. Uh, (laughs) I will also be joining you guys at Bucks minus nine and a half. There's, there's no way you can't do it. The the Warriors are a different team without Clay. Everybody can focus on Steph. Wiseman's too young to know what he's really going to give you, despite being the number two overall pick. Like I don't, I don't know how you could say that team is going to stay with the Milwaukee team that did nothing but improve upon a team that had the best record in uh, the NBA last year. We'll move on. We'll move on to the, 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 the game that you get to kind of right after sort of that early Christmas dinner. And that is the rejuvenated Brooklyn Nets playing the Boston Celtics. And the Nets are sitting there on Bovada at minus two and a half. Mark, where are we at? I mean, we we all saw that Warriors Nets game. The Nets are really good. I'm scared of what the Nets are going to do. Um, I don't think the Boston's going to have Kemba in this game. And this is another line that moved from two to two and a half. I think this is actually a blowout. Uh, you also know that I hate the Celtics. There's some you know family rivalry in my in-laws with that. So that kind of contributes to my hate and my other trash talking and competitiveness that we've talked about, but nets minus two and a half hammer it. Mike, you know, I'm, I'm also going to nets minus two, but there's just something about this line that I, it's, I just think it's too small. Cause I don't think the Celtics really got better, really got better this off season. I mean, Hayward is 
not great. Like Hayward is solid, but nothing, not a game changer or anything. They lost him, but like I really don't think they added much depth or anything to their team, which is what they needed. But the, just the Nets just being minus two, there's just something Vegas must know about this line, man. But I, I'm gonna go with the Nets minus two. But what if I well, told you it was minus two and a half? Yeah, oh, minus two and a half. Sorry, sorry, minus two and a half now. Fifty fifth state. <laughs> As Mark said, it's already moved yeah, on moved Nevada up. Yeah. to two and a half. Matt? I mean, you got to go. It's just it's a joke of a line. You got to go Brooklyn. Brooklyn was a um, playoff team last year, and they literally just added the best player in the NBA and a top 10 player in the NBA to their team. They're, um, they're way better. I'm scared for our Philadelphia 76ers because this is a team that we're not going to be able to beat, and the Nets are lock it up. Lockety locket. It's Nets minus two and a half over Celtics. Christmas Day, right after dinner, right before you fall asleep for that midday nap. I don't have midday, 530 at night, (laughs) midday. Uh, I don't know if the, I would say Kyrie is a top 10 player. I said yesterday on, uh, you're wrong, that I consider him top 15. But that's regardless. Uh, the Nets are the pick. The Nets are the pick. Kemba is out for like the first six weeks of the season, Mark. That's a different oh, team. So, yeah. Everything's going to have to run through Tatum, which, I mean, it kind of already was, but we're not going to see him with an elite-level point guard on the court. I mean, Marcus Smart is what he is. Jalen Brown's very good. I don't think they have a, a true point guard on that floor, which puts a lot more pressure on Tatum to kind of run the entire offense. And I think – He's benefited from having Kyrie and then Kemba uh, to be there next to him. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I like the Nets. I don't see how you couldn't like the Nets in this situation. It just it, – it, it actually, to be honest, it seems too easy. That's so, what, yeah, that's what I would say. That's why it scares me. Also, Matt, did LeBron get traded to the Nets or something? I was confused. You said the best player Kevin in the Kevin Durant's 10 times oh, better okay. than LeBron. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. I don't know about all that. I mean, we could do the debate. Feel free. <laughs> All right, Kobe over LeBron. Okay. Well, see that doesn't, that doesn't get us anywhere. Oh, sorry, Bogdan over Bogdan Bogdanovich over all of them combined. <laughs> unreal, uh, absolutely unreal. All right, we'll we'll head to the the eight o'clock game, the West Coast game. You have Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks taking on Le- that aforementioned LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Bavada has the Mavericks at plus six. What are we looking at, Mike? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game throughout. Uh, I think uh, the Lakers kind of got a little embarrassed uh, on the first night there uh, yesterday against the Clippers, and I think they're going to go out. It'll be a close game, but I think they're going to pull away at the end and cover that cover that, cover that spread. Matt? I'm a big uh, Mark Cuban guy. Mavericks plus six. Mark? I'm going with the Lakers. Uh, almost same reasoning here as Mike. Just that uh, that first game got out of hand. So let's get that out of it, out of the Lakers' head right away. LeBron's going to kind of take over this one on Christmas Day. And so cover. here, okay, I I could see that. But here's the thing: like when I look at the NBA, I I struggle to do that like weird math of oh hey you know. They just lost to this team, so now this is going to matter. It almost appears that in the NBA, that doesn't matter as much. Um, obviously, LeBron loves to take everything personally, so I'm sure that plays into it a little bit. 
uh, and I'm, I'm actually sad to say this, but I, I'm, I'm with Matt here. I'm with Matt Mavericks plus six. I, I think that, guy. You, uh, <laughs> sure. I'm more of a Luca guy. And I think that he, what he showed last year, obviously even prior to the bubble is he is a guy that can literally do whatever he wants at any time on the basketball court. Shooting, well, you didn't sound like a big Luca guy. You wouldn't even trade Ben Simmons for him on your wrong. Listen, uh, that's not true. If you actually listen to the episode, oh, I, I, oh, I listened. I got I shots yes, I, fired at me from Chris. <laughs> oh yeah, well, we listened, and this might be Mark's last episode. So get, all your, get all your picks in, Mark. <laughs> it is. It is true. I made a statement that I would trade Ben Simmons for like nobody in the entire league, and then we went through player by player, and I and I, I conceded on Luca. I, I conceded. Yeah, well, rightfully as, so. As rightfully so. Yeah, absolutely. The Big Simmons guy wouldn't do it for many, but yeah, him for sure. Absolutely for Luca. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I probably would have gone with the Mavericks had the Lakers won in, in Game One, but I just, you know, after coming well, off the loss, I feel like they they can't go zero and two. So I don't think that's the plus six line there, Mark. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's, that's still true. Win. You're right. That's true. And that's probably why I lose bets. So we're going to change the name of this podcast to You're Right and Here's Why, featuring Matt and Mark. <laughs> what is funny is that I, now that we're talking about it, now I'm getting more nervous about the pick because it is Lakers. It's prime time. It's the prime time game on Christmas. I'm terrified. I'm sticking with the Mavericks plus six, but I'm, I'm absolutely now terrified. What, Greg, what if I told you? Mark Cuban is now ranked 177 on the 2020 Forbes 400 list. That doesn't it, that doesn't affect <laughs> my a big my on the basketball court. Yeah, yeah big difference. All right, uh, Mavericks added Josh Richardson. I'm back in it. Mavericks plus something to think about. <laughs> Thank God I had to consider that. I mean, just <laughs> wow. Uh, all right, so then we we cap off the night in the NBA. Christmas night. Uh, this is this is when you've had just a few too many eggnogs. This game, and you're just like, I don't know. Maybe I should bet the over and just see what happens. Uh, and that is the Los Angeles uh, Los Angeles Clippers and the Denver Nuggets. Currently, the Nuggets are minus one point favorites on Bovada. Um, it is it is you know going to be very interesting. So, uh, Mark, what do we got here? So I'm actually – it's weird. I'm actually going on the opposite of the Lakers-Clippers game. I'm, I think the Nuggets are going to win here, and my reasoning is actually just Denver late night. I, you know, playing in the altitude does have that weird effect on somebody, on some people. And, I, you know, I think the Clippers don't show up. I don't know. The line's weird at plus one. And the Nuggets are a really good team. Jamal Murray's phenomenal player. So I'm going to take the Nuggets here, minus one. Matt? Um, you know me, big Nuggets guy. Just uh, the food and the team. I'm going Nuggets minus one. Mike, I'm gonna have to disagree. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Clippers plus one. After that uh, bloating three-one lead last year in the in the playoffs, I think the Clippers are gonna come out and and uh, put a beating on put a beating on the Nuggets. I when I saw this line uh, as I was looking through lines, getting ready for the show. I'm looking at Bovada, and I immediately see the Clippers are plus one. And I couldn't have been more all-in on the Clippers. This is probably a rat line. That's probably the way this this goes. But after watching what the Clippers did last night, I, I have been very hesitant to go all-in on the Clippers this season. I've actually been actively saying I think they're going to stink. 
what they showed me last night is despite losing the guys in the pieces that they did, it seems like they have gelled. The people who were there who are still there have gelled a little bit more over the course of the 72 day off season or whatever. Um, I think, I think that that, that team is intent on making up for what essentially was an embarrassing, an embarrassing defeat at the hands of the nuggets, right? The nuggets took them three to one and, and they ended up blowing a three, one lead. I, I think this is a team that's going to come out firing on Thursday night, uh, seeking a little bit of retribution there. See, I, I, I mean, I agree with you with most of it, but I feel like they got they kind of shot that out on uh, shot that out on uh, in game one against the Lakers. They kind of you know took their demon got the demons out of the way, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you had to think that the, the Clippers were going to come out firing after having to sit there and watch the Lakers ring ceremony with no fans. Uh, that's expected, but this is this is different. This is the team that basically embarrassed you last week or last season. Uh, getting you, you know, you become one of those t- Clippers blew a three-one lead meme teams. You know what I mean? So I think I think there's a little bit of vengeance that they're going to be looking. Oh, Clippers revenge tour. Exactly. Exactly. You thought you thought Mike had a, had a revenge tour with his spike his spite picks. This, <laughs> this is going to put that to shame what the Clippers do this season, or at least well, early on. Yeah, well, you're wrong. All right. So. We'll recap. I think I think we all have pretty unique picks here, but mine are Pelicans, Bucks, Nets, Mavericks, Clippers, Matt's the Heat, Bucks, Nets, Mavericks, Nuggets, Mark, Miami, the Bucks, Nets, Lakers, Nuggets, and Mike with Miami, the Nets, the Bucks, the Lakers, and the Clippers. So gonna be a fun Christmas day. There's no doubt about it. It's gonna be, you know, gifts and, and obviously different this year with some of the stuff going on if you if you're following any sort of guidelines and whatnot. But to have basketball from basically noon to one AM is is gonna be a nice a nice comfort there. Now we will head over to the NFL. And it's we're getting late in the game here, fellas. We are week sixteen, divisions are being clinched, playoff implications in, in a ton of different games, and there is there's a lot to talk about. I mean uh, we were watching a tight division race in the NFC East. The NFC West is all over the place. There's a chance that the double-digit win team doesn't make it into the uh, the AFC side of the bracket. Uh, I think I think it's going to be a very interesting last two weeks of the season. Matt, where are we starting in the NFL? We are starting with a team that does not stink, a team that I love, a team that scores a lot of points, the Chicago Bears, <laughs> minus 7.5 over Jacksonville. Jacksonville is dead. Jacksonville is done. They are sorry team. They're going to lose again this week. The Bears are scoring points and they're scoring scoring them in bunches. Uh, let me tell you, Mitch Trubisky throws the ball better than any of the quarterbacks I've ever seen in this league. I've never talked one lick of smack against the guy. Love the guy. Bears minus seven and a half in beautiful Jacksonville, Florida. What a mood change after two weeks. Unbelievable. What a mood change. <laughs> Absolutely any- bashing Trubisky that he I couldn't mean- even throw. Nobody could throw to Allen Robinson or anybody. I've never, I've never said one bad word about him. <laughs> now now his number one fan. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, have his, I have his jersey. I have his, um, <laughs> I have his jersey. Where'd he go? North Carolina? Which one did he go to? North Carolina. <laughs> oh, man. 
I mean, this is a good pick. This is definitely a good pick. Jags just got, you know, they just got into the driver's seat for Trevor Lawrence. So they're not going to be giving any effort. Uh, This is, you know, this is not on my board, but it's a good pick. That life, I expect that line to grow throughout the week. So if you can get it low, get it low. I, I was a little... flow rider. I get that. That's good. That's a flow rider game in Florida. I like where your head's at, Mark. You're you're pretty good Thank at you. this. I'm not gonna lie. That's exactly what I was going for. I jeez. I, uh, I was I was looking at Bovada and thinking the 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 Jaguars were the play in this game. And now that you've picked the Bears, I'm almost convinced that they are. I'm not going to put it on my card because wow. I have very little confidence. Wow. Wow. Go, go talk smack if you're not going to put it on your card, bro. I mean, uh, listen, Doug, I have enough picks as it is. Doug Marone, <laughs> uh, Doug Marone is not a tank guy. He's not a tank guy. And it would just be so fitting for the Jaguars to have a potential to keep Trevor Lawrence in the South, uh, United or Southern United States, be able to build around a guy like that. They have built-in fans because I mean, you talk about South Carolina where Clemson is. It's you know you could probably be a Panthers fan, but you're also relatively close to Florida, up where Jacksonville is. I mean, I think I think you know what you know what. Let's do it, Jacksonville. Oh man, plus Love seven and a half. Love. I'm coming for you. A thousand picks this week. I can do that again. Pick this week. Let me tell you what, it's, a lot. it's just so late in the season. They, there's no way Marone can screw this up like Doug the Jets Marone, just did. Doug Marone is six foot five, two hundred seventy-five pounds from the Bronx, and you're telling me he's got no tank in him? Guy is built like a tank. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? He's built. Wow. He's literally built like a tank. I mean, oh. the fact that you went and pulled his stats is just terrible. Ask Jeeves has everything. <laughs> Ask Chiefs. What are you? Was he living website. in 1994? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, who wouldn't want to have a butler deliver your search results? I obviously agree. Um, Absolutely. Wow. Uh, I will say we we, we kind of skipped over last week. Matt's Matt's Cowboys money line was one of his winning bets. Very, you know, we 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 admonished him on the podcast for it. Let's not talk uh, about I, it. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about it. I mean, talk about how I won. I want all the credit, but like, don't want the credit at the same time. Just say that I'm a good gambler, and let's just move on to uh, Mike. Your next Sunday pick. <laughs> all right. Well, perfect. <laughs> I was ready for that. I was ready for that. All right. Perfect. Well, I was. My lock of the week is going to be the Cardinals, who are playing the 49ers that the Cowboys beat last week. So uh, I'm also 100% in on this game yeah, as well. Yes, the Cardinals minus five. They're fighting for that last playoff spot. They're a little yeah. bit back in the standings in the NFC West, so they're fighting for that last uh, wild card position. And, I mean, the, the Niners are still just super injured. Their defense – I mean, the Cardinals can put up points. And their defense are missing. Sherman's questionable. Obviously, Bose has been out all year with an ACL injury. And then their offense is they're on C.J. Beathard as their third quarterback. They just signed Josh Rosen to the practice squad. He might even be the backup this week. Like Kittle may return. Yeah, who knows? But and then you got Mostert out for the year. I just, I just think the Cardinals blow the doors off of them. I just, yeah, one hundred percent. There's no way. So is this is this a card game for both of you guys? Yeah, this is a card game for okay. me as well. All right, so we'll right. mark it down. The card, the cards for Matt, uh, for Mike and Mark get the Arizona Cardinals minus and five that Bavada added to it. I do have a fun fact too. Oh, fun fact! Fun fact. I do have the fun facts. 
they play on Saturday because that. So, uh, and I'm one to know on NFL games on a Saturday. Panthers plus eight and a half last week. So take that Ooh. take that as you may. Wow, <laughs> that was so far. Congratulations, <laughs> that was Mark, any, Mark, any thoughts on the game? Uh, no, I mean, I I agree with everything Mike said. Uh, you know, obviously the Cardinals technically could clinch this week if uh, if they win and Chicago loses. As as discussed, I do not think Chicago will lose or even not cover against the Jags. So the Cardinals don't really have any time to lay back. I think they're just going to you know run through the Niners here. A bunch of injuries, like Mike said, and uh, yeah, minus or yeah, minus five. Go from there. Perfect. All right. So we hinted and, and danced around a little bit uh, the Minnesota Vikings, right? The, the Minnesota Vikings uh, have have been a bane of our existence, a thorn in our side the past few weeks. Me and Mark both losing back to back weeks essentially on them. They play Christmas Day now. You have you know obviously all day basketball, but the NFL always sneaks a game in, and it's pretty it's a, it's a pretty good matchup when you talk about the the talent and the running backs that are in this game, and, and obviously the receivers for the Vikings. No, no Michael Thomas kind of hurts for the Saints. I am going to fall into the trap of the Minnesota Vikings again. They are currently plus seven on Bovada. Put it on my card. Kirk Cousins is going to ruin my Christmas. I can already tell. Why am I doing this to myself? I don't know. I'm, I I was going to say don't do it the whole time you were talking, but I, I thought you were going to go with the Saints, and I wasn't going to let you do it, but uh, have fun. Have fun with the Vikings. I just don't trust the Saints enough. Like, the, the Saints, I, they, like, forgot how to run their offense. It's weird. They, like, use Kamara. Use Kamara the way you were doing the entire time before Drew Brees got hurt. Throw him the ball out of the backfield. Stop forcing him to be a run, between the tackles running back. It's the same thing that happens with Boston Scott in Philadelphia. Hey, it's the same that. thing that happened. <laughs> it's the same thing that happened with Austin Eckler in San Diego. All of a sudden, like Eckler was so good last year with Melvin Gordon being their feature guy in the middle because he could come in, catch passes out of the backfield, and make people miss and go. That's what Kamara specializes in. All of a sudden, they decided that because Eckler's their number one, they have to run him up the middle. And then when Taysom Hill came in, they're like, Taysom Hill can't throw the ball on a four-year. Uh, no, no, no. Taysom Hill, when, when he replaced Drew Brees, wasn't like he couldn't throw a dump-off pass to him. So we're just going to oh, run gotcha. him in between the tackles, and we're just going to go from there. So extremely annoying. I'm going to get hurt by the Vikings. I can already feel it. It's so funny that the people – the only two people he's talking about are – Greg's two running backs in his championship. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's literally exactly what I was going to say. He's like, why are my two guys who are my best players getting the ball anymore, man? What the heck? That's fantasy. They're not being used correctly. Boston Scott, Boston Scott is not on my fantasy team. I'm not sure. I don't know. Someone in this. You wouldn't be in the championship. That's for sure. (laughs) Well, someone on this podcast drafted Boston Scott in the ninth round. I don't know. Hey, Mm. Boston Scott. (laughs) <laughs> uh, my name's on the belt. I won last year. This is the fantasy podcast. Next pick. I'm not, I, I was I was analyzing football games. You guys are the one that brought up uh, that brought up the fantasy stuff. It has nothing to do with my fantasy team. It, it's about watching the game and seeing how they have changed week by week, based off fantasy scoring. But that's <laughs> like that is that is the thing. 
right. Forget the fantasy. The Vikings plus seven. I'm going to hate myself <laughs> later. Mike, where are you at? Yeah, um, so I have one final pick. And the so the team I'm going to go with, they're on a sk- the losing skid, but uh, they're going to play at Heinz Field, the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Colts. Plus one and a half, plus 110. I'm probably going to just take a money line. Um, they've on, they're obviously on a tough three game losing skid. Everybody says they got Mickey Mouse wins this whole year. They've had the easiest schedule They're I think Juju's going to stop dancing on dancing on logos. He's going to have a good game. It's a game between two of the old guys, Philip Rivers and big Ben, some, some greats in the game, but I think, uh, big Ben's finally going to have a good bounce back game. Maybe hit a few long passes and they're just going to run. They're going to run over a good Colts defense. I think with, uh, Snell. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fine. <laughs> that's about it. Well, Steelers plus one. All right, all right. That, can't really dance, that game huh? can't really dance on the Colts logo since it's yeah. He can, he can, Field, he can dance so. on his own. <laughs> you got that. You got that in your favor. You would think. You would think that after the first time you danced on the logo and lost, you would have learned your lesson uh, and not done it again. Like that. That's the part that that makes no sense to me. Is after you do it the first time and you lose. Why are you out there dancing on the logo again? It was the Bengals, so I give them some slack. But then they went out and got <laughs> they did not look good at all against them. Well, which is you, why. I, go ahead, Gary. I was. Sorry, I was, that, just, uh, I was. I'm sorry. You go. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, 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 I was. Just, all right, that, Mark. You go. <laughs> I was. So my next Juju, pick. God damn it! I was going <laughs> to say that Juju can't even dance like somebody like people aren't watching because he has 2.7 million followers on TikTok. <laughs> Go ahead. I stepped on my own joke. It was funny. You guys ruined it. Steelers money line. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it is it is weird when you see the Steelers uh, just plummet to the earth. It, to have them as a, a, an underdog on Bovada is a is a real game changer. Mark, what do you think? I I agree. I mean, this isn't a game that I'm I'm on. Uh, the Steelers are just scaring me right now, so I stayed away from it. Uh, I actually went with another Pennsylvania team as my pick, and I'm all aboard the Hertz train. The playoff hopes are still alive in Philadelphia. Eagles minus two in Dallas. Give them to me. Let's go. Hertz is going to have another huge game. That's the lock? That's your lock? That's my lock of the week. Wow. Is the birds. Unreal. So I hate to do this. Not my lock, (laughs) but I do agree with Mark. That is a pick on mine. Um, I just think that this is the game that's going to solidify. Um, it's going to be the nail in the Wentz coffin. Like this will be the uh, yeah, end of it. I, Every, it's going to be. I'm a I'm a Wentz truther. I love Wentz. I hate to see him go. You know, I don't think he deserves as much trash as he gets. But I think that um, I like the minus I think he's two. His I last even, yeah, I I like the what? minus two. I think the Eagles are might could even win this game. And I just think this is the nail in the coffin. And uh, Hertz is going to be our guy going forward. I just that's it's what I see. It's not what I technically want. I like Hertz, but it's just what I see. It's it's they're, amazing you know how you. Favorite. Yeah, I was just going to say that it's amazing <laughs> how you think the team minus two uh, favored might win this game. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, I'm going uh, out on a limb. It's where the fruit is. All right, <laughs> relax. I I understand completely. It is. The amount of disrespect for Carson Wentz and his accomplishments here in the time that he's been here because Jalen Hurts played phenomenal in a game that we lost is wild. wild. It's absolutely wild to me. Uh, I am a guy that called for Wentz to be traded, I don't know, a 
two years ago or a year ago. So I remember screaming in my bedroom, uh, taping a podcast with Chris and just being like, they need to trade him. He's not, he's never going to get right. And then he got drug the team to the playoffs last year and they rewarded him by drafting a quarterback in the second round for some reason, which is fine. Hurts. We had, you know, nothing about Jalen Hurts after these four games. You don't, you just like, you knew nothing about Jimmy Garoppolo after the five and O game that when he first got to the 49ers, they go five and O to close the season out. You knew nothing about what Jimmy Garoppolo was. You really didn't. The next season he starts, he blows his ACL out immediately. The next year they go to the Super Bowl, but he's throwing like seven times a game. It's so it's impossible to judge. I think both guys are on the roster next year. That's just the way it is. It just, it just has to. It, it, they're going to. I don't know, man. I agree I, with I, that. I, I think Wentz is the starting quarterback week one next year. I think obviously Hurts adds a spark. He's looked good. He's it's he's hid some of just the more problems the Eagles have. Don't want to make this a Philly podcast, obviously, but the Eagles have a lot more a lot more problems than just at the quarterback position. But I honestly think Wentz is going to start Week One next year. I honestly hope so. I but my thought is that Wentz has taken his last snap in Philadelphia, sadly, and will go somewhere else in the offseason and then become somehow. an MVP again. Or almost an MVP. Pro- probably, but that's neither here nor there. That's not for this podcast. I keep saying that. I don't know why. But <laughs> the Eagles minus two are my lock of the week. That's lock that. Of the week. Look about that neither works. here nor there. I have, uh, <laughs> I have my lock, and we gotta we gotta get uh, in gear to kind of wrap this up a little bit. My lock of the week. It's very simple. It's very easy. It's the Browns minus nine and a half. The Jets stink. Uh, the fact that it's not. Honestly, the fact that it's not in double digits yet on Bovada makes me really think like that, that, that this is the exact time to go on it. The Jets are not going to win back-to-back games. I can't believe they won one game. The Browns are going to steamroll them. Mm-hmm. Matt, anything else in the NFL? Um, yeah, my last pick, uh, Raiders plus three at home over the Dolphins. Um, Parker and Gusecki both limited in practice. Mariota splitting first uh, first team snaps. If Mariota starts, I think that plus three is easy money. It's in Las Vegas. Uh, one of the 53 states. So I think we're good to go. <laughs> Raiders plus three at home against Miami. And that's your lock? Uh, no. My lock will be the Sunday Night Challenge. Oh, the Sunday oh. Night Challenge. Speaking of that, so no, nobody else has any other picks in the NFL? Nope. And, and we head on to the Sunday Night Challenge. Sunday Night Challenge. We're going to have to figure out a better name for it as we move on. But for now, the Sunday Night Challenge rides again. On the Sunday Night Challenge this week, it's actually a pretty good matchup. It's the Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers, and and Bovada has it at the Packers minus three. Matt, you said it. It's your lock. Go lock. ahead. Lock of the week. Easy pick this week. Um, December 27th is Bill Goldberg, the former wrestler's birthday. It's also former Ole Miss, uh, Ole Miss running back Deuce McAllister's birthday. They're both tough Tough guys, just tough as nails. They like to hit people. That means Derrick Henry is going to have a field day. Titans plus three over the Packers. I was wow. wondering how that was going to get back to a pick. An unbelievable oh, well journey done. there. Uh, Mark, Sunday night challenge. Yeah, I'm all in Tennessee here. Uh, I actually think the Titans might represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. And that Green Bay is fraudulent. Uh I mean, the, their win, if you look at the Green Bay's wins, they really don't have any good wins besides New Orleans. And uh, every every other team that they beat is just slop. So <laughs> in Tennessee, plus three, I, I might even sprinkle plus 155 money line here. 
they'd only, they don't have any good wins except for the number two team in the conference. All right, Mike, Sunday Night Challenge. I mean, you, want, you know who I got to go with, obviously, Derrick Henry, my guy, best fantasy player ever. But uh, he's going to run all over that Packers defense. I just don't, again, as I said last week, I don't think that Packers defense is very good. They're going to get exposed in the playoffs. Titans plus three. There is one guy I do not bet against. <laughs> one guy. And that is Mr. Discount Double Check. Oh, Steve Crone. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Packers Crone. Packers plus or Packers minus three. It's it's easy as pie in Lambo. It's cold. He's gonna throw. It, the Titans defense is garbage. It's absolute garbage. I've said it since this podcast started. Even before that, the Titans defense is not good. Devontae Adams gonna have a field day. Aaron Jones gonna destroy my fantasy team. It's it's absolutely <laughs> uh, in the card. Okay. That's why, because you're yeah, playing against yeah. the reverse Jones jinx. The reverse jinx. No duh. It's the classic the reverse classic. jinx. Greg, the reverse jinx. The classic. Unreal. I would never. I would never try to reverse jinx. Literally anything. Steve Crone, Aaron Rodgers. That's my guy. Can't beat it. I mean, I'm, he he did steal the discount double check move from Fred X, but that's that's a conversation for another day. That is going to wrap up episode three. I can't. I honestly can't believe we've gotten this far of better's delight for for matt mike mark and myself greg uh go out there and win some games everybody see you